Good evening and welcome back to the Conservatarian Exchange on the Liberty Block, hosted today by Ed, Mike, Megan, and myself, Steve. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Hi. All right, Mike, let's put you on the spot. What's up? Gee, the biggest story of the week? Well, it's got to be the border situation, right? With uh, Abbott and, and the federal government, right? Mm-hmm. Plain, plain and simple. So, so far, uh, Abbott's hanging in there a lot more than I anticipated. And I think the good part of it is that so many other states are joining him. I think, you know, Trump, uh, this is his issue. And I'm saying to myself, he, he's given like v- vanilla rhetoric about all this. He should be out there. You know, he should be at the border. You know, if he if he's serious, like, I mean, he, this is an opportunity for him to step up. Yeah, there's going to be he, he's going to point out like this would have happened if I were still pre- this. This wouldn't have happened if I were still president. This wouldn't have happened. This would have happened. He, this is this is his issue and he can exploit it big time. And I think just putting out like press releases and going on Truth Social and making a little comment is just it's not doing anything. I'm like, where is he? I, I'm expecting more out of him on on this issue, and I'm not, I'm not really really seeing it. But I'm I'm happy that these other states are are joining in with Abbott, and uh, you know this is probably long overdue, right? What is the absolute latest in what's going on down there? Well, I think that the the court said that they could cut down the wire, right? And they haven't even approached. But they haven't done it, right? right? So. Because we're getting news that's really the, you know, the, the, the um, you know, the, the people who are with the federal government are really sympathetic to the National Guard. They, they want the border closed. And they're right. So it's coming up from, from Biden that they really want to keep it open and have it have the flood of immigrants coming in. Um, so I think generally this has been mostly positive, I would say. But what okay. the outcome is going to be, ultimately, that, now, that's... Now, 25, 25 governors sent a letter or something, right? Yes, we, 25 governors. Do we know what that letter said, and does it mean anything, or is it just fluff? What is it? Um, I don't remember what the letter says, I, but I think that the more important thing to remember is that this is only with regard to Eagle Pass. It's one little border crossing. Texas has hundreds of miles of border. And there's lots of places for people to cross other than Eagle Pass. Not to mention that there's still other places in New Mexico, Arizona, and California. But even in Texas, there's still a, the border is still completely open. We're fighting over this one little point and you know, our guys are making the right arguments, but I've read that they are, um, you know, they are putting barbed wire, lots of other places. Uh, but it was I hadn't Eagle heard Pass that. That's, that's good news to me. I, I heard it was only Eagle Pass. Well, has that been the main point of entry? It has been a main point of entry, but. I mean, if people find out that one one place is closed sure. and another one is open, they're just going to go to the open one. Right. I mean, is it a matter of not having enough National Guard and forces to take care of all the, the holes in the wall? I don't know. 
we should ask Greg Abbott that question. He should be he should be the one telling us. I mean, we're so busy patting our you know patting him on the back on what he's doing. He may still be keeping the rest of the door. You know, he may have closed one door, but a hundred other doors are open. Yeah, right. And this is going on for years. So they have time to do more than a mile or two of barbed wire, seemingly. Right. Um. Question. So with all the National Guard being stayed and then it could be appropriated by the feds, is there a legal issue of another governor sending their guard to another state at the request of the state? Or that's cool unless somebody says no? No, in fact, that's done all the time. It's done in emergencies. And it's an emergency. So it's no problem. It's under invasion. Right, but it's not usually done under this. So... And then let's say DeSantis says, I want to send a thousand of my guys to help you on the border. Biden could stop them only if he says I'm federalizing them or he can just say no. No, they can't federalize uh, the troops un unless there's specific conditions met. Mm -hmm. And there's no real understanding of like who gets to decide when those special conditions are met. And so it would be it would if if there's an invasion he can federalize the guard to help stop the invasion if there's an invasion he can't federalize the guard to stop them stopping the invasion <laughs> um so it's uh uh it it would be I, I and of course the courts should have no role in adjudicating this dispute um but you know it may end up in court okay so you're saying technically the president can't stop anybody's National Guard from doing anything. Um, well, if it's if if it's, uh, you know, I suppose he could nationalize the, the Texas National Guard and, and send them to Syria or Yemen or something. I mean, I, he, he could do that, but uh, I'm not so sure that. Um, that he could like federalize the guards of Oklahoma and Alabama and all the other states that are coming. I, I think that would be it. I think he knows that they would say no, and he is not prepared to uh, deal with that. So are others I think they're strategizing? I think you're right, Ed, that they know that that uh, I'll let you go in a second, Steve. I think you're right. They know. I think that the people controlling Biden know that the that they wouldn't succeed in federalizing the guard and or sending the troops in to, to fire on them just yet. And they're trying to figure out, a, I, I'm sure they're trying to figure out a way to do something because they haven't backed off. They haven't said, okay, we're going to back, you know, we're going to retreat. They're, they're well, I was late, but you know, they stopped the, the permits for the liquid natural gas terminals, mm -hmm. most of which are in Texas, Texas right. well, that was just as, a, as a retaliation. And, and I, you know, I got to hand it to him because you really want to do, I mean, you know, I hate Biden and what he's doing, but that's kind of the indirect approach. If you hit him, you know, right where he's strong, um, that he's going to lose. So you do the indirect. It's the same thing Iran is doing to us by having the Houthis hit American shipping and then saying, oh, it's not us. Um, it's hit us where we're weak, um, where it's unexpected. So it's it's um I, I don't think it'll stop Texas, but you know, it'll 
It'll give them pause. Now, the, what is the legal issue of the government saying to a state, you can't export your own stuff? That's allegedly the Commerce Clause <laughs> allows them to deal with uh, commerce and foreign nations. Um, obviously, the whole point of that is to have sort of u uniform import tariffs, not to prevent people from exporting. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think it's the federal government should have no say whatsoever in that. And I don't think they have that right. But I mean, that's the way. So what's this? I mean, what's to stop Texas from continuing to export stuff and saying tough? I, well, I think it's under these environmental laws that they're doing. So they would, and, you know, I don't think they're, I don't think they're of any, uh, you know, I don't think they're valid either, but um, that's right. another and The fight. president gets to wake up any day and reinterpret any environmental law, basically. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it is ironic. He wants to enforce the laws they really have no authority to enforce, but not enforce the ones he should be enforced. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, one of the uh, problems we've talked about many times before is the government, the federal government doesn't need any authority all they have to do mm -hmm. is threaten funds, which is why one of the many reasons I don't believe in convention of states. They don't care what's constitutional. Just you want your money. You have to do what we tell you to do. And I'm sure that of it's a, uh, they have the authority that people let them have. And it, unless somebody stands up to them. Well, they have money. They just so have if, if they say to Texas, no more education money, no more medical money, et cetera, et cetera. Um, eventually, every state's oh. going to back down. When you say they let them have, who's they? I mean, the states, right? That's the Congress. <laughs> the in the pe that's the state. Congress the appropriates money. Well, the president, when they're, when they're usurping authority that right? they shouldn't have, it was supposed to be the states and the people that were supposed to stop it. Yeah. But the federal government has threatened states, right? That we're not going to fund oh, you. God. If you don't they do, do that with that well, Trump, money. Trump all the time. did, and it got overturned. Right. Which means in the other direction, it wouldn't get overturned. So, and that's the ultimate power is the power yeah. of the money. Well, it shows it just because then Texas would have to go to court to force, so to speak, the federal government to do something, yeah. which at best takes months and months or years. And right. whatever you're just saying, we're kind of lawless in these senses. Hmm. Yeah, well, post-constitutional, that's for sure. And it's illustrative of that, right? How the federal government has become this overbearing behemoth. Can wield this with wield this power over the states, right? So, how long does it take for Texas to really feel pain from this ban on exports? Forever. But those are still U.S. exports, aren't they? I mean, it's not just going to hurt Texas, right? <laughs> yeah, hurts the and it's going to hurt economy. Europe. That's what's going to hurt. They're the ones I mean, hurting for natural gas. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You can't arbitrage the price between the United States and uh, Europe in natural gas. Then it's just going to drive the price of natural gas down in the United yeah. States and drive the price up in Europe, which is, um, you know, he'll get the EU uh, 
complaining to him about this. So I, I think this is a nothing burger in the long in the longish run. Yeah. Yeah, definitely pretty interesting stuff, but it seems like there's almost a uh, what do you call it? Mexican impasse? Is that the word? Mexican standoff at the moment. Not sure if anybody knows what the next step is. It'll involve Mexicans. I think the feds are are plotting. We we will know the feds are going to make the next move, not Texas. Right, because they tried to get the press to say that the Supreme Court forced Texas to take down the wires, which obviously they didn't say. So now that that doesn't work, they need to come up with something smarter. Right. That's the way I understand it. Now, who's following the supposed deal with this immigration, um, what's it called? Wheeling and dealing in Congress. Yeah. With Langford apparently trying to sell everybody out. Is anybody following that and knows exactly what's happening? Well, I mean, exactly what's happening is that uh, the House said it's dead on arrival, but it was everything the Democrats and the rhinos wanted. It was uh, work permits for all these illegals and, um, uh, you know, many more green cards per year, like 50,000 more green cards per year. I don't know what the difference is if you give work permit to an illegal alien and a green card, they're both work permits. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, pledges uh, from the White House that he would enforce the border. I mean, it, it, it's it's just garbage. And like, I think a few people looked into it and saw that it was... Uh, it was a betrayal of everything the Republican rank and file and, and Trump and hell, most of the American people want. Yeah. Um, yet another, you know, uh, ruling class, slaves for the ruling class, um, indentured servants for the ruling class bill. And I, I think it's now, it's now officially. Is this yeah. a replay of the Gang of Eight? Yeah, it's a replay of uh, Bush. Uh, the younger attempting mm. to give amnesty to everybody. I mean, Trump is promising now again, promise Trump got it. Trump is promising to deport everybody who's been let in by Biden and even before Biden. So, um, and that's a winning, uh, and that is a winning issue. So yeah. um, and that's what I was saying before, because I feel like I haven't heard enough out of him at, at this point. Well, lock her up was a winning issue, too, but he didn't do anything about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Which begs the question of why would he do anything more in a second term? And does he have the power to anyway? Yeah. Like, does does anybody seriously think that he's going to be able to deport all these people who have come in? I mean, come oh, on. he could easily do it. No, he um, some he judge in Hawaii can, will can, order I, him not to. Right, but if nobody does it, he can't do it. He he doesn't do it. He orders someone to do it, and very yeah. people would. There's so out. many of them now. Right, right. I mean, the question is, how are you going to find them all? I, I mean, exactly. hiding, but I mean, what is he going to do? Is he going to is he going to send eight? You know, D. You know, is he going to send border patrol agents into neighborhoods? Well, I mean, I mean let yes, but the idea is that um, you don't have to deport all of them you 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 know you do e-verify now i know that's there there are issues with that so so that uh 
um, and you really come down on companies that that hire illegals. Um, and then it's the same you, ones who buy your uh, campaigns, right? You stop giving them money. They're all here. They're being given money. Just stop it. They're given like two thousand dollars a month just for coming across the border. Just stop giving them money, and they'll all go home. I mean, you know, yeah, New York can put them in some school, and that's New York's problem. But the rest of the states, just stop giving them money. The way stop I see giving York, them shelter. New York is out of resources and fed up as well. I don't think there's any states right now saying, you know, send us more and we can help them. I think they're all throwing up their hands. Yeah, that's it's all. I mean, it's all money based. This is all a money pull. Right. Um, and then all you have to do is an executive order to tell. Uh, you know the um, the people who are adjudicating the cases yeah. who are are who are not Article Three judges. But do you think um, that's going to that? I, you know, I mean, I, again, I, I I know what I would do, um, but and you know, I don't know what Trump will okay, do. The, the money can, the money could dry do. up, but they're not all going to hop on a train and just uh, head south. <laughs> I don't know. They could. What are they going to do next winter? Right. <laughs> An hour. It's they start cold finding in the other ways States. to make money. Yeah, well, it's cold. So, I mean, there's no housing for them. So let them let them freeze to death, or go home. Yeah, let them starve. Let them freeze. Arrest the ones that misbehave and throw them out. And then make sure they register to home. vote I first. Mean, they <laughs> yeah. Yes. After after election. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of of the mind, which I've sort of said before, that nobody really needs to campaign for presidency right now. Meaning? And it's they won't. very early. There's very few people undecided anyway. We're not quite sure who's going to be running against Trump. And why bother? Like, why not just say after Labor Day, I'll campaign? What's What's the point now? Point is that Republicans, well, the point of go ahead. The point is that Republicans have had depressed voter turnout in 2018, 2022, and in Iowa, New Hampshire this year. We need to start energizing the Republican voter base. And that's that's the, the problem. That's a bigger issue to me than voter fraud. There are lots of people that either have said they're not going to vote for Trump or they're going to vote for Trump, but they're not enthusiastic about him. And he needs to, he needs to get out there and start listening to Mike Proto and, and other people who are telling him, you know, these are thousand dollar bills as Ed Powell says that are lying on the sidewalk, waiting for you to pick them up, go pick them up, energize the base. Um, and not just the base. I mean, he's going to have to energize independence and, He's going to have to energize all of the anti-Biden vote. There's a lot of people that don't want to vote for Biden, but yeah. a lot of those people don't want to vote for Trump either. And so that's the reason to campaign right now. He, you know, the, the schoolyard the schoolyard taunts have gotten him his nomination. Maybe they're going to win the election. Maybe they won't. You know, I'm planning to vote for him if the election were tomorrow. So I, it's not like I'm trying to throw stones at him, but. You ask why that why why wait why not wait until September you know after Labor Day to start campaigning? The reason is because 
we the, the, the Democrats are energized already. They're ready to vote against literally Hitler. That's because that's their religion. It's not our religion as Republicans. But and, even if it's not our religion, I mean, defeating Biden is, is almost a religious mission for us. And, yeah, but we but, don't. Normal uh, guys on the street don't see it that way. Well, because I think Trump needs to motivate people. I think, you know, I, I'm not well, just I'll say it straight. I mean, Trump demoralizes a lot of people that want to vote for him. And that's a real, real problem. Well, I guess what's interesting so is that in 2016, that is what he was doing way, way before the election. He was building up enthusiasm. Yes. And he needs to do that now. Right now, he's not doing it at all. Yeah. I mean... He needs to find a way to have a more to renew a positive vision about why he's running again. It can't just be, I see, I told you so. I mean, I think we all kind of get that. I'm there's certainly going to be remorse over having voted for for Biden just because you didn't want Trump and you were sick of his antics. I mean, you look around. I mean, there's a reason for a lack of enthusiasm. I mean, people are seeing the country is, you know, it's just not doing well. They see what's going on at the border. They see what the, is going on when they go to the grocery store. Let me, right? let me ask you this. what's going on with their insurance uh, when they get their renewals in the mail. I is mean, Trump's it, campaign now any more um, enthusiastic, energetic or whatever than DeSantis's was? It's just different. I mean... But I mean, is it the same kind of boring, who cares? There's nothing to be excited about. No, I think it's different. I think DeSantis was offering lots of positive thing, but positive vision, but no enthusiasm and no charisma. Whereas Trump is not offering anything positive. Everything is a schoolyard taunt. Everything is an attack. And, you know, our side needs to learn how to attack. And that's part of why Trump is so popular. But I mean, even I, like I was just talking with some other, uh, you know, some some Republicans that I know about uh, the Rona McDaniel situation. And, the, you know, there's a the RNC is meeting, I think, in Las Vegas. And there's a call to have her to have a no confidence vote for her. And, and I said to all of them, I said, I don't support Rona. She deserves to be kicked out. But there's only one reason why she's in there in the first place. And that's because Trump and his people insisted that she was the person. Yeah. And six months later, after she defeats Harmeet Dillon, you're just going to throw her overboard after she's delivered you the primary and delivered you whatever she wanted her to deliver you. That to me, that kind of behavior is demoralizing to, to decent, good people. I mean, I have no water to carry for Rona McDaniel whatsoever. Just like I have no water to carry for Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is the biggest turd that was running in the Republican primaries other than Chris Christie. <laughs> and I mean, she's just she's an awful candidate. I, I, you know, I sort of silently cheer every time he makes fun of her. But the reality is all he does is taunt people. All he does is alienate one group of people that want to vote for him at a time. And. <clears throat> He's, right. he's not going to win. We're going to have a white. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't learned. I'm not. I'm not totally convinced of that yet, Ed, because I think there's there is a lack of enthusiasm for Biden uh, as well. Most Democrats don't want him. 
And as much as I've been predicting that he'll, the old switcheroo is going to happen, if it doesn't, I don't know. I, 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 I think there's going to be, uh, you know, lack of enthusiasm. You think we're going to get both big Mike to some extent? Is he going to get eighty million votes again? Yeah, I we're think gonna get so. Big Mike, you think he's going to get eighty million the, again? Because so, he's not getting eighty million without. I think he's going to get more votes than our registered voters in the United States and citizens. I think that's going to happen. That's why I'm demoralized. That's why, you know, that's why I think it's pointless. Then we're talking a bigger issue, which we talked about, I think, even last week, Ed was saying. I mean, it's already somewhat baked in the cake where if Trump loses, a lot of people are going to, their faith in all the institutions and everything is just going to be shot. Zero faith. Zero. So if Biden somehow comes up with 90 million votes this time, I can't see anybody believing that for a military. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, they have complete control. There's judges like in hot tubs with, you know, public defendants and criminal attorneys in Las Vegas. Nobody says anything. I mean, it came up in the news, but she's not going to get into trouble. She's not going to get kicked off. But like we even look the other way. We even read a newspaper that might be right wing and a judge gets caught doing that on our side. Oh, that person's got to go. And we don't stand up to that. We don't. Our discussion of tactics and strategy and everything based, if if what you're saying is right, then it's all moot. It doesn't matter. I think it is. going to lose. You know? Yeah, that's pretty sad if it's hitting people like Megan. Yeah, I'm like the biggest, I'm like the the most like star-spangled GOP kind of girl. And I'm like, I just don't see a way out of this. I just don't. Well, we're going to find out. That's for sure. I hope somebody who's smarter than me figures it out. You know. Right, because who's going to dare contest an election next year? Where they've already established that anyone who does so is crazy. And and they need to go be sent away to jail. So, Corsica. This, this is why I hope they really don't have any debates because I don't want to be sitting here and having to watch Trump get interrogated about whether he thinks the last time was uh, stolen or not because you know that's like the first question he's going to get. You're still you're still saying it, aren't you, Donald? It was stolen. There's fraud, all of the J six stuff and everything, right? How much truth is there to these things coming out about the uh, the machines being hackable and stuff? Ed P, you're been out there for years. No, there's all oh, I mean, stuff I, I, coming out, I think, from Georgia, right? Right. There was an expert witness who supposedly demonstrated on the stand yeah. in like 10 seconds that he could hack in with a yeah. with a pen and a, and, a, and a credit card or something. Right, and literally change votes. And I always thought that was the Kraken, and now here's the Kraken. And so I'm just kind of confused. Where was this when everybody was saying it was true three years ago? Well, more even bigger. Well, I mean, Trump right now. I, t- I I shared that I think last week. He should be filing lawsuits today. Yep. To say what? Every, I think to that say that those Trump, machines are not reliable um, and they shouldn't be used in any of the primaries. I, I think that Trump, as we saw in you know, in a number of his uh, legal battles, I, I, I don't think his lawyers are first class. You know, I really don't. And uh, he should, everybody should, the whole Republican establishment in every state should be preemptively suing against, uh, you know, mail-in ballots and those machines and all of the other uh, things that mm-hmm. were abused in the 2020 Right, election. except the issue that we mentioned before, that the Republicans gained from the same amount of cheating 
And that's why they don't want to, you know, upset the apple cart. Uh, they, they claimed, you know, that, oh, well, suing after the election, you don't have standing because it's already over. Well, it's before the election. I mean, we, we're supposed to, if it's can't sue before and you can't sue after, then well, I guess you can't sue at all. See, that's what I was saying. Um, if they're not ripe or it's moot, that's what I've been yelling about for a right. long time. Uh, maybe you sued right on election day, you know, that Tuesday morning. At what, what time? I, I, exactly. Yeah. One, one, one thing that I'd love to see. And my greatest concern is, of course, uh, the voter registrations being fraudulent and them just going and getting processed. Is a Republican and Democrat, when you get a voter registration, it has to go through both parties before you can enter it into the voter registration role. I would love to see that. Uh, it might take a little bit more time to process all the voter registrations, but I think that, you know, it, it can be done. And I think it would keep people honest but you know how would it keep people that. honest and what about the other parties that aren't republican or democrat yeah they would still well at least in nasa county and here in new york they really don't care but i would have to see how the other board of elections are run and then suggest that if it's an independent a green a libertarian then they would have to have that i'm sure they have those employees and other boes we just don't have that as far as i know in Nassau County and Suffolk and New York at, at that matter, right? We only have two parties right now, right? I don't know. Really? We have conservative party and some other parties. Working families. So, you know, that would still be the Republican and Democrat here, and they would have to work together to process the voter registration forms. Yeah. Well, I don't see any reason why the Democrats would want to change things. They wouldn't do that here, no, but I'm just saying that maybe in Nassau County, because we have control here, it's something that we perhaps could get accomplished. Well, can that be accomplished at the county level, or is that something that's got to be done at the state level? Something that I'm looking into. Huh. A little tease here? <laughs> no, I, I just said some birds. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, you know, the special election is only two weeks away in the area in which we live, you and me and Megan. And mm -hmm. I, are we expecting any shenanigans in that? I think Swazi has really good uh, absentee ballot game. Um, you know, I, I was at the rally. I, I know I sent you the information on Saturday, Steve, um, for Mozzie. And it was really, really funny because Swazi had set up a press conference across the way and he had only about 15 to 20 people show up. And I only know this because I accidentally turned in my car and I drove by and I love Dr. Dre. And that was funny, that article about libertarianism in a rap that I, I saw we all got to read. Um, so I'm, I'm blasting Dr. Dre and just as I pull past him, it was Dr. Dre goes, here's some real conversation for you. You know what? And then I peeled off and I was like, I got to find a spot because the Mozzie events across the street. So he had 15 to 20. Mozzie's event started at one by around 1235, 1240 p.m. The American Legion of Massapequa was completely full. Like they could not add any more people in there for the ground game. And then on top of that, there were, I would say, hundreds and hundreds of people outside in the Massapequa train wow. station. 
Um, so Nassau County Brown game, very strong. Each and every one of those people was coming to pick up materials to knock on doors and to lit drop. So uh, yeah, 15 to 20 for Swazi showed up. Uh, I don't know how many. It, it was such a circus for a Mozzie. So we're set up that if she were to lose in February, that would be really bad news for Republicans, correct? If we yeah. can't do this one. If we can't do this one, it would be super, super bad. And it would have that. I don't think the Trump uh, Trump is helping her right now. He, she, It's making it a really steep hill to climb. Well, how much Trump is, is not helping? helping I, I mean, what, what no. does that mean? Is he is he campaigning for her and thus hurting her, or is he no. cam not campaigning at all and it's not helping her? No, it's it's because anytime there's any mention of Trump within NASA or Suffolk, it's like you know the Achilles heel. Like Trump's running again. Yeah. Don't vote for Mozzie because she's MAGA Mozzie. Like when you Google Mozzie, the first thing that pops up, the first website that pops up is MAGA Mozzie. And that, those are the tactics the Democrats use, and that's the tactics that win here on Long Island. You know, we'll we'll vote Republican, but not for Trump. It's very bizarre. Uh, Trump is horrible for Long Island. Would you agree, Steve? I, I that I don't know. I, I have no feel for that whatsoever. But if that's true, again, that's very bad news, isn't it? it I'm I'm, you know, essing my yeah. pants. I don't like this. Right. And that's that's words, why I fight against lose Trump. By you, you would say a lot of the blame goes to being linked to Trump? I, I would say that. Yes. Uh, confidently so. Because we had an amazing state senator when I was working for the New York State Senate. And she was supposed to just walk back in, be reelected. But the Trump effect happened. And we lost. We even had a uh, Democrat supervisor in the town of Hempstead for the first time in 100 years because of Trump. Then Biden won and it went back to Republican. Like, you can't tell me that's not some kind of effect. Yeah, with which all the focus on the uh, presidential election, that doesn't bode well for down ballot whatsoever, does it? Not, not here. That's the main reason. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't care how great DeSantis's policies were, Nikki Haley's. It was like anyone but Trump so that we could keep the fortress strong here within the local elections. That's all I, you know, that's my bread and butter. That That's where real changes and, and real good government is made. That affects our wallet the most, not the presidential election. We spend so much time obsessing about it, and yet they barely affect us. And the local government is what really affects us, and we don't even give a crap. It's so frustrating to me. See, that's what I was saying earlier when I was saying that the problem the Republicans face right now is, is yeah. demoralization. and, and yeah low turnout I and noticed. you know and and trump is a lightning rod the way hillary was a lightning rod he is going to bring out every democrat to vote against him and yeah, these, oh, he needs he needs to come out with something positive that makes people want him mm -hmm. and you know having everybody you know send out memes that i am your retribution it may make for good copy, but it's not going to it's not going to win the election, in my opinion. Let me just tell you, those keyboard warriors, they do squat. They're real loud online, real big men, probably drive pickup trucks in a suburban area, but barely ever get a scratch on it or barely ever get it dirty. Those are those, these 
horrible people who are just ruining everything. And they're ruining it all because they think they're there with Trump. They, Trump represents them. They're such of the people. But they're just destroying. They're like locusts, uh, you know, worse than Democrats, because I think that they should know better. They should absolutely know better. And yet they refuse to do so because they're enamored with this cult figure. And you know what? I'm going to help Trump. I will. I will do everything I can to get him elected. But I'm not happy. That's exactly my point, Megan. You're not. Um, it's demoralized. You're, you're not. The, the enthusiasm gap is there. Yeah. Well, we're mind linked, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Biden, Biden's got a lot of problems going on with the Muslims, supposedly. And my gut says that they will do what they say and stay home. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that our ground game for Mozzie is incredible. We have an incredible leader in Joe Cairo, and I'm so grateful that I, you know, get to be a part of it. And, um, you know, I'll do whatever I can for her. I think she's a wonderful human being, and she would be the best representative. And I'll, I'll do whatever it takes for her, and she deserves to win. Well, we'll know that one in two weeks, so. Yep. Want to go walking with me, Steve? Oh, sure. <laughs> I did that once in New Hampshire. It was too dumb. Yeah. But I have seen a tremendous amount of signs up for her in my neighborhood, just all of a sudden. Like, oh, going to the gym this morning, I saw, like, good. five or six signs. So that That's Vicky matter? I have no idea, because I think Whitestone, in the non-Jewish part of it, is heavily Republican anyway. So, Vicky Palladino is a force. And she's right. So she's incredible. I I think I think she wins here anyway, but I hope you're right. Okay. Now um is Navarro going to jail for contempt of Congress, guys, or is he gonna be able to stave it off? He's jail. guy. He's going to jail. He doesn't have any more appeals. Oh, he can appeal, but it's not gonna matter. Yeah, even if you appeal. You have you have to get the judge to say to stay the sentence. So I mean, this is about as loud a statement as anything, isn't it? I mean, Bannon's still out, right? Hey, those um, pro-life protesters that are yeah, uh, going to jail, yeah, eleven years, eleven years. Now, what did they pray? They bombed abortion the abortion claim. building or something and killed several hundred people. Is that what happened? Yeah, they they chanted and prayed. They were trespassing, trespassing and and as I've said before, trespassers deserve two hundred fifty dollar fine. Um, but they're going to go to jail for eleven years, and all of the people who burned all of those Catholic churches, the people who attacked the synagogues, guess how much? First of all, they weren't even caught, so I mean. But guess how much time the police spent trying to even look for them? That's right. Zero. Zero. Why would they? Um, so, yeah, it's it's an abomination, really. But again, that's the message is in your face. As we said, you know, 10 minutes ago, why do they care if they're caught? There's no uproar because they have it all squashed. So, I mean, yeah. We're coming up on what, four years of J6 or three years, three years. Three years. We just passed three years. Right. Okay. We just passed three years. Thanks for the math. And um, 
again, if we would have said nobody would dare, but they dare and they did, and there's nothing anybody could do to stop them, I think putting Peter Navarro in jail is a pretty big deal. I mean, how high the you know how much higher can you get other than Trump himself? Well, Trump it's is only four be months felon probably before the before too much longer, and they'll try and put him in jail. Of course, right. But if they don't get him, this is still pretty high up. And the message to the rest of us regular people is: don't you dare. Or as Biden used to say, don't. Can we uh, can we erase the part where I said I would do everything I could to help him, please? What? I said, please erase the part where I said I would do everything I could to help Trump. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think that that's a reason for demoralization because we know what where the, the way the game is played today. And if pro-lifers can go to jail for 11 years for being peaceful protesters and peaceful protesters who are burning down buildings get nothing. The mess Just out of curiosity, has anyone heard Trump object to Navarro being put in jail? No. Because I haven't heard a word from him about that. No. Who knows what he's doing behind the scenes? He doesn't hate Navarro yet, right? It's not somebody he's talked badly about? No. But Navarro was a big Trump supporter. I read his book. His book is actually quite good. Um, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's it's unconscionable that Trump isn't throwing everything he can to help him. That's Trump. And you're saying he's worried about he, his own hide, right? He has now. to do it. Yeah. But you know what, Mike? That's exactly why I raise it. If he if he starts today by saying this is a political witch hunt, leave my people alone. Right. He's got a lot more credibility when they come after him. But if if it's yeah. all legitimate until they get to Trump, and then Trump says, "Oh, it's illegitimate when you come after me." Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's such a moron. I mean. I don't know who's advising him. I don't know what he's doing, but it's just stupid. It's just stupid. That's the narcissistic uh, personality. Yeah. And but, and going back but, to the uh, the the you know protesters who burned down everything and the abortion clinic, peaceful protesters. I know in several discussions with police officers, they're like, "Well, who am I going to pull over? I want to go home to my family." Am I going to pull over the soccer mom who maybe like only stopped for two seconds at the stop sign to meet my quota? Or am I going to pull over the guy with the tinted windows that smells like marijuana where I could get shot or I have to make an arrest and then I end up having to go to jail because I did something wrong? Which one do you think I'm going to pull over? Which person? The person of the least resistance, Absolutely. human nature, just like the abortion clinic protesters. You know, they're all in one place. They're not going to object to hands up, put your hands behind. You know, they would never say a word about getting arrested. Whereas, you know, if they tried to go in and arrest somebody throwing Molotov cocktails at a Catholic church or, you know, robbing a Nike store, they're going to get either thrown in jail or injured or worse. So why? Why? Why are they going to even force that? Well, yes, we have a real issue with the police, but I mean, to me, this, I mean, it just, it goes to Trump. Trump, you know, he's not, not doesn't stand up for the people that are being targeted. He only objects when it's aimed at him. You know, Mar-a-Lago was a disgrace, but when, when it happens to some, uh, you know, Christian who's a pro-lifer, he has nothing yep. to say about it. 
right. You know, the J6 people are still rotting in jail for standing up for him. You know, Vivek during the primary said he would pardon him on day one. Why can't Trump say that? Why He should say more than that. He should say not just I'm going to pardon them, but that this is a disgrace. These people have been in jail for three years. Let my people go. I mean, he, he said three years to say it. He wants to be Jesus Christ. Maybe he should be a little Moses. That's my thought for him. <laughs> Another murder. Got it. Yeah. There was a story. I'm just looking at it now. So the story is, I believe, from yesterday of a crowd literally beating the heck out of a bunch of NYPD cops. I don't know if you guys saw this. Yeah, they were migrants, I did see right? that in Times Square. Uh, yeah. in, in Times Square. Square. Right, that's right. And they were, they were arrested they were migrants. And without bail. Now, you know, I'm not the biggest cop supporter, but this is pretty bad. They're out uh, already and they're disappeared. And you is, know that, right? Yeah, I don't think this is good for anybody. So yeah. all believed to be migrants, not even, mm -hmm. God forbid, this so, is a PC. As, um, as long as they didn't leave uh, via the Lincoln Tunnel. It's all okay for me. Oh no, I think one went to Mississippi already. <laughs> and the reviewing unbelievable. Yeah, this was this was quite brutal. And I think that you know it speaks to your point, Megan, of who do the cops want to mess with? The law-abiding citizen or the real toughies? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, let me just tell you, as the wife of one, I like pull over that that suburban mom in the middle of your and give her give her a citation for talking on the phone so mm -hmm. yeah. they hate to be the bad guy no that's absolutely right i mean i i i think that uh if you and then if you do uh defend yourself against one of these uh crazies um uh, they'll stick you in jail. None of this, exactly. no, none of this, uh, no, you know, no need to post bail. You know, if, if uh, people attacked me and I shot them, it's go, you know, go straight to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. But uh, the attackers, they get off. I mean, anarcho tyranny. It's, it's crazy. This is the ultimate prison riot going on in the United States right now. That's right. Um, you guys, I just, I don't mean to switch subjects if you guys still want to discuss it, but I've been following James O'Keefe and he's been like really cryptic lately. You guys hear yeah. about what this is about? What is what? he doing? No. So cryptic. I he's just like, saw a tweet that he he broke into or did something with Cyber Command or something like that. There's, oh uh, what is it? Was right gave, he sent the message out on Telegram yesterday warning that He's not ready to commit suicide, but he thinks people are going to try and kill him. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. This is um, this is Alex Jones tweeting, James O'Keefe infiltrates White House Cyber Command, Discul <gasps> discovers ultimate national security threat. Don't, again, Alex Jones, right? So you, you never know. Alex it's, Jones. Ugh. Yeah. So. I can't. But but James O'Keefe, he's a legitimate guy. He's an investigative journalist. And, you know, I respect his work and I'm interested to see what comes of this. I guess I'm, I'm suspecting this will be the topic of discussion oh. next week. OK, here it is. 308 today, 309 today. O'Keefe tweeted. 
top White House cyber official tells O'Keefe in disguise, quote, they can't say it publicly, unquote. The White House wants to replace Kamala Harris and confirms President Joe Biden's mental decline. Quote, Biden is definitely uh, slowing down. And uh, that's it. Uh, Charlie Krager, uh, in the executive office of the White House, I had a meeting with Michelle Obama, Big Mike, and someone asked you, will you ever run for office? And she said, no, emphatically. I've seen all this shit my husband has to go through, and that does not interest me. Mm. Vice President Kamala Harris uh, hemorrhages black staff. She can't keep black staff. They quit on her put on her en masse. She will, be, she will be the vice president nominee. There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but sadly they didn't. She's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the goddamn presidential ticket. Wait, I thought like what kind of message are you going to send to African-American voters? People would like, confused. what the fuck? She's a woman and she's multiracial. So, and then he, the whole video is posted, 13 minute video. Wow. So I, I think that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but it is uh it's kind of just okay, so I'm looking I'm looking at his yeah. very long tweet yeah. about the suicide and being ready to die. Um he's yeah. I'm not suicidal, but I'm also not afraid yeah. to die. Now I'm indifferent to the outcome and frankly numb to the consequences of truth telling. I've adapted to faith over fear. Um the mission is to discuss to discover other people whose principles are not for sale, who will do the right thing rather than talk about doing the right thing. Blah, blah, blah. I'm tired, boss. So here I stand. Here I stand. I can do no other. As has been said, if they're going to kill me, they're going to kill me. Let's do this. Let's get 2024 started. Let's inspire others to be brave. Let's raise the stakes. Let's expose them all. In truth, James, and stay tuned for tomorrow. So that's, I think, what you're talking about, Megan. Yeah. Yeah. In the world is he supposedly uh I just sent it to you guys in the private chat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think he's uh releasing? It is a far, far better thing I do than I've ever done. It's a far, far better rest I go to than I've ever known. Um are you try- trying to be president of uh Harvard with that plagiarism? <laughs> oh my god. Was that Dickens? That was Dickens Split my mind. Oh yeah, I know. You meant to put the quotes. It was also in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. So those Wait, are- who, stole, who stole yeah. it from whom? Khan. Did you guys see um William Shatner out there being really upset? What? You guys following no. this story? Beam, beam me up. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm I'm a Picard girl. Apparently, um they, I'm not sure who exactly are they are messing with the intro to Star Trek to boldly go where no Oh really? Oh my gosh! No man has yep. gone before. Yep, and he's is Uncle George leading the charge? I don't, I don't know, but he's out there yelling about this. Yep. So oh, Uncle George is probably leading. More politically the... correct. My goodness. Yes, they they can't let anything be without vandalizing it. So stupid. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, here we go. Wow, it's so easy to find. It's the European officials are trying to ban it. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. But behind a no, it's not behind a paywall. 
Yeah. Are we going to have Hugh man and Hugh woman soon? We have to say that. <laughs> wow. If you mess you were person, you trans. Hugh <laughs> <You> they. <laughs> All right. So tomorrow we'll know about O'Keefe's big thing, basically. Yeah. I'll tell you what's interesting from my perspective is, you know, I'm friends with him on, on Facebook and I met him over the years before he was really big even. And uh, I didn't see a darn thing on Facebook from O'Keefe Media Group. You know what I mean? I, I see a lot of ads and a lot of garbage, but I, I don't see the stuff that I really want to see anymore. But It's all anyway. ads. Is that because it's being suppressed, you're saying? Oh, I still think there's no question, right? I mean... There's no question about that. Mm -hmm. But now, now it's now it's disguised in a way that it wasn't, say, four years ago, which is the fact that, you know, uh, th there are so many ads and other stuff being sort of put out in front of you to, to titillate you and stuff like that and entertain you and dumb you down, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, mm -hmm. not to get off on a tangent. But I mean, Facebook at this point, I, I honestly don't even bother that much with political posts anymore because I get very few reactions. I, I just assume they're being um, suppressed and nobody's really seeing it. So they've sort of succeeded, I think, yeah. in some re regards where mm -hmm. we just don't even bother. Anymore. All percal sheets and cashmere sweaters for me. <laughs> All right. What else? So we gotta, got? You got to get to the other pretty big story of the week, which is the fact that it appears that Iran was behind the killing of uh, several American soldiers. And I think there were a number of others that were also injured in the attack as well. And um, it's like, here we go again. I mean, this country has gotten away with murder and mayhem for decades. They, they never suffer a consequence for it. Um, you know, if, if anything, I think the United States. Again, the United States tends to. Do the dumb response, we've got to think of something indirect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we always go to the bombers. I hear a, a mm -hmm, mm -hmm. see just a, an attack was just launched in uh, Western Yemen against um, 10 launch sites for suicide drones. Yeah, okay, fine, whatever. That ain't going to do nothing. Um, you need some sort of indirect approach. And uh, I don't think anybody's clever enough to come up with something uh, as clever as what the Iranians are doing to us. Um, right. I, I mean, yeah. uh, even if anybody wanted to, you know, and I, I don't think they care. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I've said it multiple times. They remain the head of the snake and until you remove it. No, all these problems in the Middle East so are never, gonna go, are never going like? to go away. <laughs> it's not a it's not a simple answer. Part of me wants to punch him in the face, <laughs> right? You know, but um, I think we should how, send in all the transgender units. There you go. <laughs> I mean, airdrop. This, this is where the, at, this is what Ed P is kind of inferring or referring to here. We have to be smarter about it. And you have to destabilize that regime. So I know we don't like to talk about regime change, but you know what? I'm for regime change in Iran. <laughs> I think it would benefit the world. How you go about it is the question. You know, we were able to get rid of the Soviet Union without firing a shot. Well, we need to figure out a way to, to get rid of the mullahs in Iran. 
I think they tooled I, out I, our color revolution uh, handbook. Besides, the CIA is, you know, of uh, course, mostly doing color revolutions on on us and our allies nowadays. Yeah. Um, and all the all the indirect I, power that you're talking about, Biden has reversed it. He's released. Right. He's reduced. You know, eliminated the sanctions. He's given the mm-hmm. money, unfrozen their assets. Right. Well, that that's yeah, the, I mean, the other discussion, that, right? Which is we don't have a we don't have our own regime that are, has our own best interests in, at heart. So there are ways. The Israelis are very good at, at like doing damage to Iran in a way where it's not. I mean, it's obviously it's the Israelis, but it's unattributable, right? Because you know, all of a sudden these five people are are murdered on the streets of Tehran and are all important in the nuclear weapons program. Um, that's the thing that if we had a covert ops capability, which we don't, but if we had that, I think would be more of an indirect approach. We want the mullahs to start having a little fear uh, of Allah mm-hmm. in their daily routines, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess everything died down with their little conflict with Pakistan. Yeah, I think they did uh, snuff that out. That that went away really fast too. Realized probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Interesting, but I don't know if if we had a true American president with American values and the and the uh, interests of the American people at heart. Something would I mean, be supposedly if we had Ronald Reagan is, again. Maybe something would be hurting done about economies Iran, but... all over the world. Supposedly the shipping business, um, but it doesn't look like the world is really yeah. and, much about it. You know, again, this is another issue where I feel like we don't hear enough from Trump other than, "See, I told you so." If I were president, this would have never happened. Well, you're asking me what I would do. I mean, that would be my my question for Donald Trump. Okay, what what actual tactics are you going to do like what what is your plan to deal with them right no well, that's kind of easy i can answer that question but he had to tell, you tell term, me term right i'm gonna get them on the phone i'm gonna tell them you back off or we're gonna wipe you out okay well have he has he said that lately that's his that's his whole operating strategy speak loudly and carry a you know small stick <laughs> So that's the second issue. No, no. The last, the last week between the border, the border, and Iran, I don't think I hear enough out of him. What what he's planning to do? He doesn't have a nickname for the guys in Iran. Not yet. Yes. What they have to do to rate that? Good question. Maybe we should tweet at Trump that we're waiting for a nickname <laughs> for how many need. <laughs> Fantastic idea. Did you see last, uh, speaking of tweets, last week there was a, a a boat filled with migrants that came up in La Jolla, uh, north of San Diego, went right onto the beach and, you know, the clown car number of people got out and ran into the city. Coast Guard I, just I, waved I tweeted, through. No, there was nobody there. You yeah. know, it's just, you know, so I tweeted that the commandant of the Coast Guard and the Coast Guard, I'm like, why are we paying for a Coast Guard if you don't guard the coast? Guard the coast, yeah. Where are the Navy SEALs? They yeah. used to be naked at 5 a.m. washing up on Coronado Island. Not like I would you know that. Well, they're, 
they did not go to Coronado. <laughs> they went up to La Jolla. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. That would have been bad uh, going up, going to Coronado. It was good when I was uh, a 17 year old girl. But yeah, I saw that. I was going to say that. And then I was like, ah. Context gets lost over text. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's insane. What did, did the Coast Guard respond back to you or? No, I'm not even sure, uh, <laughs> you know, that the tweet was seen. I think it was suppressed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where they red flagged you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they recruited you. Ooh. All right. What else you guys got today? How about the International Court of Justice finding that Israel is committing genocide or threatening genocide in Gaza? I thought that, I thought they didn't say that. I thought they just said they wanted a report or something. I thought that they said that they, that Israel was had done that and that it was Yeah, I thought they found that it was a, a it was a genocide and and everybody yawned and went back to I thought whatever you know, they did was quite mild because they didn't order Israel to do anything other than produce a report. That was my understanding, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. And like who really cares? Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I, there's 465 million uh Arabs in the world. I think if they actually murdered every one of the 2.5 million, the genome, the Arab genome would be fine. So I think this, everything is now, you know, everything is now racism and white supremacy and colonialism and now genocide. I'm like, genocide is when you take a group of, you know, ethnicity and try to kill them all. Not like not one percent. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it's stupid. More interesting is the UNRWA controversy now where Israel seemingly to people's satisfaction is convinced a whole bunch of people that Hamas and UNRWA pretty much are the same. And yeah. at least a whole bunch of countries are realizing that they don't want to uh, support them, although that seems like it may be a feign and they'll go on to support them. But I guess in a sane world, that would be a bigger deal. <sighs> but I, I, yeah, I mean, I, live I, without UNRWA. I, Nobody can substitute for UNRWA. There is no world. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a great job they do forcing all these migrants into the West. It's ridiculous. They should be. We we should never fund any of that. We fund it. So we have nothing. I mean, I believe. Let's see. Did Trump stopped funding UNRWA also? I can't remember. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He did. He stopped funding who there for a while. Um, And they're just as corrupt. The whole UN is nothing but corruption. I think it's interesting that, you know, what's happening to Gaza is considered genocide. And yet we're seeing more and more college students and younger claiming that the Holocaust during World War II never happened. They call it a holo hoax. So I think it's. it's, Well, I mean, if 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 it's genocide in Gaza, the Israelis are doing a terrible job because they, you know, really bad job. They haven't really killed that many people given the scale of the invasion but this is so alinsky you know, it's alinsky at his best i mean discrediting the people the victims and and claiming that it was a hoax and then the the you know perpetrators the actual evil 
they're saying that they're the victims. It's Alinsky 101. And it's just mind blowing to me. But those people, they they really, really, really think that the Holocaust never happened. And that what's happening in Gaza is genocide. They really believe it. Which is very scary because they really can vote. Yeah. I'm not really worried about that. That vote, they vote, they vote. They're American citizens, non-citizens. Well, they that... cancel out votes of people with yeah. a little bit of intelligence. Gosh, we need to give them a test before they vote. I wish. If I were running <laughs> that would be something I think I would look into. But Citizenship so test. To me, a big prior... thing about it is the illegitimacy of these international organizations and you know, it's another thousand dollar bill lying on the table, lying on the ground, like Ed likes to talk about. Yeah. You know, yeah. who's going to stand? I mean, Trump, Trump is is probably the only guy out there who's willing to say, maybe we just withdraw from these international organizations. But he still isn't saying anything about it. You know, I mean, he's supposedly a very pro-Israel guy. I haven't heard anything from him about this ruling from the International Court of Justice. Right. So basically, he's not really doing anything except for occasionally spewing names, basically, right? He has occasional, um, you know. He has occasional rallies. Anybody follow Truth Social? Nah, who who needs that? (laughs) Maybe that's where everything is and we're just not seeing it. Perhaps so, because I'm not on there. So I don't really see much from him at all. Well, somebody, I usually see stuff, it, it gets reposted to Telegram um, when he says something interesting. Uh, but I haven't seen anything lately. He really needs to get back onto Twitter. Um, hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I saw him taking flack after he lost the recent case of the uh, rape accuser. That he, he went off on her a little bit. But I, I didn't. I'm sorry. Eugene Carroll. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's such a joke. That whole case was such a joke. I mean, she had, uh, there's no evidence for this. She came 30 years later, made this claim. He denied it. And she sued him for defamation for denying it. It's ridiculous. That's and the whole thing is a way to go about things, isn't it? I mean, that's the craziest thing in the world. If you can be sued for defamation by saying that right. never happened, she's lying. Hmm. I mean, come on. Well, and all you need kind of a country are we in? What did you give him, 83 million bucks or something that she's spending? Yeah, so she sued for 10 and got 83. I mean, it's just a joke. I want in. Yeah. She was interviewed. What's she going to buy with her money? And she said, I'm going to buy a penthouse. I mean, come on. Come on. You see that she was interviewed by Rachel Maddow and she offered to go shopping with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, it costs him a lot of money to get out of this, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, an appeal isn't free. Oh, he's got to put up the money, right? That's what lawfare is all about. Yep. (laughs) Yep. I tell you, in a lot of ways, I wouldn't want to be him going through all this. So in that respect, you know. But see, if you were him, every other politician in the world makes tons of money going to Washington. Every single, you know, graft city and makes tons of money. Uh, He's lost billions. Yeah. Yeah. As I started to say, if you were him, Mike, you would be doing things, some things differently 
that wouldn't be inviting some of this stuff and would be preempting some of this stuff. Exactly. You know, I, I don't want to say that, you know, I mean, just because you're wearing a short skirt doesn't mean you, you can be raped, but he's wearing a short skirt. He's, he's asking, he's asking for, for not asking for it, but he's in, he's inviting fights that he's not prepared to win and not capable of winning. He's got to learn when to shut his mouth. And, you know, if you're going to, if he's going to open his mouth and start picking fights in New York, you know, in New York or in these red, in these blue States, I mean, has he not learned yet that he can be sued and he's going to be sued in all these places. He's got to learn to stay out. It's 40 chess, 40 chess. What, Steve? It's not 5G, 5D already? Oh, yeah. And 4D is like penny ante for a guy as smart as Trump. I think we're at 5D. You're right. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to be in a cult, we might as well, you know, up the ante a little bit. Oh, my God. All right, I want to start wrapping up. I want to talk about what we didn't talk about, please. Go ahead, fire away. We hit it all. Mike, you were up first. What do you mean, fire away? <laughs> I I brought up Iran. <laughs> you brought up Iran. Okay. Ed P? Well, it's just so depressing. Here we are. It's the end of January. We've got uh, nine months until the election. <laughs> and it just it just looks like a desert. It's like we're we're dying of thirst in the desert and, and we see these mirages and they look like they're oases, but they're not. They're just mirages. Yeah, that's the point. Every few years, they kind of, you know, dangle out in front of us just one more election. We can fix things. <laughs> so and Indeed. we call for it every time, a la Charlie Brown. Things get worse and worse. But we calm down because we think now's our chance to get back in power. And then if we have the House and the Senate and the presidency, now we're really going to do something. Yeah, we're going to repeal Obamacare. We're going to repeal yeah. We're going to secure the border. Well, you know, Biden apparently changed his mind in the last few days, went from it is a secure border to it's not a secure border. Are other people following that? I think yeah, we should always Biden. listen to every yeah. word Biden says. Well, Biden occasionally says the, the border is totally secure. And then on the other hand, he says the border is not secure and we, I can't do anything mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. So whichever lie suits your well, and the and of course the the other lie is that it's always the MAGA Republicans' fault. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, I guess the good news is Fetterman. Then <laughs> did he say something else? No, but he's. By the way, yeah, I I heard him just the other day. And it hit me just the fact that he's incredibly coherent. Forget about the content of what he's saying. He was actually speaking decently. That's and what the red pill does. Yeah, he's recovered well. I know. And they all said <laughs> yeah, he he's not going to recover because he didn't recover early on and he shouldn't have run. But he's a totally different person from what I see. 
is quite amazing. Yeah, he, he, then we all, he's, he's done better than we all thought. Mm -hmm. Good for him. He's a father. He's running for president. Apparently his wife is mad at him or, or she's scared or something. Because she's uh, avoiding social media because he's so loud on Israel or something. Mm. Well, he was, you know, he's standing up all night and, uh, and uh, waving that Israeli flag. Israeli flag. Now, what's your name is flying a Somalian flag, I hear. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I sent you that article about all of these congressmen uh, who, who represent other countries, right? Yeah. Whether it's Israel or Mexico or, or uh, Ukraine or, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's like if we might as well just have elections in these other countries and they can send us their, their people, you know, wholesale rather than getting the retail version. It's absurd. Well, maybe they should pass a law, call it something like Foreign uh, Agent Registration Act or something. What do you think? Indeed. Because <laughs> it, is, it is kind of funny. I mean, I don't know when you cross the line about representing another country, but she sure was trying hard, I believe. Yep. All right, Ed M., what do you got? I already gave you everything I got. No brilliant wrap-up. Republicans need to get motivated. Don't don't be and, like a Mets designated hitter tonight. Go go ahead. Anyway. Ouch. <laughs> what do you mean a Mets designated hitter? <laughs> Always strikes out. Not 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 being the, the slugger driving in the runs, you know, hitting cleanup. Anyway, go. How could he possibly <laughs> be a Mets hitter when he's Cal Ripken? <laughs> don't be a Vogelback. Go. Come on. <laughs> just that's my that's my thought that we need we need to get motivated we need to you know and it's going to take more than than taunts and schoolyard taunts to 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 motivate me you know maybe it's going to motivate the rest of the base but from what i can see i don't see a lot of enthusiasm on the republican side i see enthusiasm amongst a small cadre of people and after that i don't see enthusiasm mm -hmm. All right. yeah we're 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 waiting for a black swan right i mean that's it that that's the only way we that's uh, true i mean that's that that is something we didn't discuss and there's nothing really specific but I, I really feel like some black swan event is coming whether it's economic or war or combination but, right, but is that something in our favor or in their favor uh depends what it is but it would be in the republicans favor usually because the you know some black black swan event Bad black swan generally uh, hurts the um, party in power. I don't know. They wrote. They did a. They did a movie about wagging the dog. So, mm -hmm. I mean, war doesn't necessarily hurt the incumbent. Uh, yeah. The Republicans pulled defeat out of the jaws of victory. It's kind of hard to believe anything would play to their advantage. Yeah. Uh, an economic uh, downturn, and that would redound to Biden's, uh, you know. Yeah, but they they always manage to spin it. So right, they'll spin now Biden's saying, out there saying you guys are doing so well. What do you mean, about? If there's a downturn. The 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 White House line will be the markets are anticipating a Trump victory, and that's oh. what that's what's going to happen if he wins. Yep. Good luck. Uh, I think you are correct on that one. All right. So you did come up with something brilliant, Ed. 
<laughs> Thank you. Okay. With that, we'll wrap it up for this evening. We will be back next week, regular time. And two weeks from now, don't miss, because we will have results from the local election up here in Nassau County, Long Island, New York. With that, Hopefully have results. And it'll be Valentine's Day. Okay. Uh, cool. And that reminds me to uh, wish up ahead of time a very special happy birthday to our very own Ed M. Slash Cal Ripken. Happy birthday, Ed. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, Happy buddy. Happy birthday. Take care. Have a good night, folks. Bye. Thanks, everybody.